0: American, American, American. Come on, RuPaul. We are all American, and we all deserve equal rights as Americans. And yes. somebody whos uh, who's been doing uh, that work and fighting the good fight for many years was just named uh, the first queer black woman president for HRC, the Human Rights Campaign, in its history. Uh, we're super excited about that. And we're also super excited that our producer, Vanessa, got her on the line. Please welcome to the program, yes. Kelly Robinson. <laughs> Welcome, Kelly. How are you? Hey, Kelly. Hey. Y'all, I am so happy to be here with you. We're so
1: happy to have you. Okay, energy.
0: I love you. It's (laughs) because she's a
1: woman, honey. She's in charge. She's the boss.
0: Now, Kelly... uh This is exciting stuff. And, you know, HRC got some bad press the last couple of years and and with uh, the allegations of racism and some uh, some other stuff that was going on. Right. I was at the HRC dinner in L.A. this last year. I sat next to Chad Griffin and he just raved about what was coming for HRC. He said, listen, we're very much alive and healthy and things are going to be turning around very soon. And now I think I know what he was talking about. Uh, This is a big deal. Uh, What does it mean to you? to be breaking this barrier, and what do you hope to accomplish at HRC?
2: I am so thrilled and just honored to be in this role in this moment. And look, y'all, I'm coming to this movement site from the Fight for Reproductive Health Rights and justice, fighting for abortion care and bodily autonomy. And it's so clear that in so many ways, we're one Supreme Court decision away from losing our foundational rights. And for LGBTQ folks, that is no exception. So I'm here because I'm focused on getting the full equality and liberation for everybody without any exceptions. I'm here for us to build political power and strengthen our democracy. And y'all, I'm also here for us to live our healthiest, most joyful safest and most celebrated lives because at the end of the day this organization is looking forward to a world where everyone can really feel the respect and dignity that they deserve inside the workplace in their classrooms down at the health clinic and down at the bars too and we can do that together Mm.
1: amen Kelly I feel like I'm like getting pumped up I'm like yes I love you go girl uh this sounds so exciting but what are some of the plans that you have in store to keep fighting the fight uh that we clearly have to continue doing and that really I feel like a black queer woman could really do so uniquely and and most at our advantage
0: yeah yes I mean and we
2: have clear that there are so many issues that are facing the LGBTQ plus community right now, right? Like if you're a trans person in the Midwest, trying to get access to education, you've got specific challenges. If you're a couple, a married couple in the South that's trying to build your family, you've got a different set of challenges. And I think at the end of the day, we have to create a movement that is expansive, that understands that, yes, the fight for marriage equality matters, and we have to win that. We have to get it done. And we also have to make sure that we're making sure that trans folks are safe, particularly Black trans folks across the country. We've got to make sure that we're creating a world where everyone is actually feeling um, like they can live their full identities, right, in every single way. So the, the human rights campaign is going to focus on that in the political realm. We're going to make sure that we get folks turned out to vote this year because, y'all, we got to turn out and okay. we got to win this. Mm
0: -hmm. That part, and and, and, and to be honest, as we know, we talk about this a lot on our show, black women have been saving the Democratic Party for decades now, right? They keep showing up time and time again, even when we don't show up for ourselves. And we also talk about, you know, representation, D, E, and I. These things all matter. um, But people don't fully wrap their brains around why sometimes. And I want to talk about your story just a little bit. You got your start, I believe, working for Barack Obama back in 2008, um mm-hmm. fast forward to 2022 we see this in sports all the time i'm a huge tennis fan i cried my eyes out when serena sort of when she evolved away from tennis a couple of weeks ago but what gave me hope was seeing coco Goff and madison keys and sloan stevens all these young black women who said it's because of her and venus that we're here right and so sometimes there's a bit of a delay between when the the change starts to happen when you actually see it and it feels like we're starting to see some of those people that were given opportunities by the Obama administration step into positions of power now, all these years later. Uh, what do you what do you personally feel that you might you know owe to the Obamas or what did you learn from that experience that is going to help you be successful when you take over on November 28th at the human rights campaign?
2: Oh, man, look, representation matters so much. Seeing Barack Obama as a community organizer rise to the level of president really inspired me. It showed me that anything is possible, and in a world where I was I was in uh, Missouri at the time, going to school, facing levels of racism and homophobia I had never experienced before, and when I found that Obama campaign, it showed me that my situation that I was experiencing today didn't have to be the same tomorrow mm. if I organized, if I built community power with people around me. So that got me started in my career and now to be in a world where not only we have Barack Obama in the presidency, but Kamala Harris is in the White House. And we got uh, Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson on the Supreme Court and Francis Tiafoe on the tennis that, court. That yes. part. <laughs> yeah. And you got Admiral Rachel Levine in her cabinet and mm. Pete, Secretary Pete Buttigieg. This is a moment where we are seeing ourselves at every level of power. We are Everywhere in a really important and powerful way. And I need folks to see that. And I also need folks to know that it wasn't by accident that folks are in these positions and roles. Mm. It's because we fought for it, it's because we deserve to be here. Um, and there's room for all of us.
0: I, lo- I just love that you made a Francis Tiafo reference. And uh, you let me know that you're also a sports fan. I appreciate that. I was about to say-
1: Yes, but I will say too, even on a simpler note, my kind of vibe: having Chloe Bailey play Ariel and watching all of those beautiful little black girls see themselves and lose their minds, while simultaneously seeing little white girls not even notice the difference. They just think she's beautiful as well, and everyone is so excited. You know, they just announced that um, her will be playing Belle in the upcoming live action of Beauty and the Beast. My friend
0: is my friend Jamal Sims is executive producing that and choreographing incredible
1: yep. i mean but all of these reasons are why representation is so important and somebody made this really great point you know if you don't see uh, black queer women or lgbtq people in these roles then you can't uh you can imagine them having them so when you do you're like oh yes this makes sense let's go let's move forward so having you um being in charge as the boss that you are is just such an honor to talk to you
2: that means so much, and I'm so honored to serve in this role.
0: Oh I cannot, I cannot wait for the next HRC dinner. I can't wait to meet you. I, I want to come say hello and congratulate you. Uh, your energy is just infectious in the best way possible. We are wishing you so much success at the HRC. Kelly Robinson, congratulations on breaking a glass ceiling. It's it's, it's a monumentous like occasion, and we should all celebrate. Yes,
1: here. go off, Kelly. Thank you so much, so much. I appreciate y'all. Thank you.